Good morning. My name is Randy Horst. I teach art in the art department here at Goshen College. And I'm here today to introduce our convo, which has to do with a special exhibit that's in the basement of the library. Uh, there's a gallery down there. And the exhibit is called Lion and Lamb. Every year, the art department and the art club co-sponsor a special themed student art exhibit. And we change the themes each year. Last year, the theme was North and South. This year, it's Lion and Lamb. So many of you are probably familiar with Lion and Lamb in terms of its biblical significance. Actually, interestingly enough, it's mentioned twice uh, in prophecy in Isaiah, but not actually together. Uh, as you can see up here, one of them is Isaiah 11:6, which reads, the wolf will live with the lamb, and the leopard will lie down with, down with the goat, and the calf and the lion, and the yearling together, and the child will lead them. The other reference later in Isaiah 65, uh, verse 25, the wolf and the lamb will feed together, the lion will eat straw like the ox, the dust will be the serpent's food, they will neither harm nor destroy all, uh, on all my holy mountain, says the Lord. This particular theme has actually been picked up in art in a number of different times. One of the most famous is by Edward Hicks, who was an early American artist, uh, who created a painting he called The Peaceable Kingdom. And you can see here circled um, the lion and the lamb within that grouping. Um, interesting enough, the painting itself is actually a piece of propaganda that had to do with William Penn trying to purchase Pennsylvania from the Native Americans, and they were actually in the lower left-hand corner. So really he was trying to say the peaceable kingdom, even though what is happening to the side, is really the thing that you should be focusing on. Uh, now what you're going to see is some images from our students as part of the exhibit. And we um, picked the theme so that we, something that students can explore and figure out what they'd like to be able to express about it. So some students, as you're seeing, are going to interpret the themes more literally, exploring the symbolic meanings of lions and lambs, sometimes together, sometimes separate. And also, uh, as many people are aware, the use of the Lamb of God within the Bible as a reference to um, Christ uh, is fairly common too. So, the symbolism of those animals is something, again, that we're used to working with. But we also tried to pick a theme in a way that allowed for greater interpretations, some broader ways, the thinking. Um, so some of the artists chose to explore, in general, peace issues or potentially conflict issues. Some artists were interested in exploring the wider animal kingdom, and some explored our human interactions or relationships with animals. But also, a lion and lamb, just on a symbolic level alone, is sort of a set of diametric opposites. So some artists just simply said, that's of interest to them. Leave the lion and lamb behind as symbols and move on to other kinds of things. Um, one of the things I'd like to do is we asked each artist uh, to write an artist statement about how they interpreted the theme and what sort of went into the work. And I'd like to take a few minutes here to read some of those comments as you're looking at some of the examples. First, my intention was to depict various female archetypes from the sensuous lion to the innocent lamb and everything in between. Another artist said, I searched within myself to bring out the inner lioness and the inner ferocity and also the inner gentleness.
Another artist said, the dialogue between lion and lamb can be quite messy, complicated, and it takes work. Part of another statement includes, in this work, I was hoping to represent opposing forces that work against one another. Another artist said, as humans, our dreams and goals are something very special to who we are. It is very easy to feel tired and weak at times, as if the fragile jar we carry our aspirations in has been shattered. Another artist said, my subject matter is inspired by aboriginal tribes where women hunt and men cook. Another, insta another statement included this. I chose to make the image of a person consisting of the Virgin Mary and death because it conveys the idea of good and evil. I wanted to communicate how these qualities are within everyone, regardless of how we see them. And another statement. The child in this picture is a, picture, is a child of innocence, while the creatures around it represent knowledge. And the rocks are the danger of knowing. In the same way lions and lambs are seen as opposites, the child and its unknown observers are opposites. However, they also coexist. Another artist writes, I interpret the theme of lion and lamb to be about violence and love. These two contrasting ideas are shown on each side of the drawing and come together in the middle. Another statement, I think a lot of times the lion is considered the aggressive one or the chaotic one of the two, and the lamb is peaceful. I wanted to challenge these stereotypes, these stereotypical views, and show that there is more than one way to look at things. And finally, one more statement. I chose to paint abstractly because it allowed me to better express the complex and dynamic existence of strength and gentleness within human beings. We are made up of both. As you can see, artists found very personal connections and ideas from which to start their artwork. 
And part of the joy of an exhibit like this is that breadth and that richness of how things mean different things to everybody. Uh, every person has their point of view. Every person has their own set of experiences. This year's exhibit included 34 artists exhibiting 40 works. The range of media is across drawing, ceramics, painting, photography, and sculpture. And in a minute, we're going to invite some of the artists to come up here and to share with you uh, some of the things that went into making their artwork. After that, you're all invited to go over uh, with us to the basement of the library, to the gallery that's there, to see the real works. If they look interesting now, they're way more interesting in person. You get to see the real sizes, the real textures, the real colors, things like that. And if it counts, there's also food there. So, we'll have four or five individuals in this order come up and speak with you. First will be Kate Brooks, then Stuart Fakawari, Lucia N Nicely, Irina Gladden, and Chelsea Chavez. Um, so hi, my name is Kate Brooks. Um, I'm a fourth year social work major with an art minor. Um, and um, I'm originally from Colorado. Um, the title of my piece that I submitted um, is called Women. Um, and the medium that I used is a canvas with acrylic paint. Um, so when I first learned the theme of this year's exhibit, um, my first thought was the connection to Christianity um, and the biblical stories of the lion and the lamb. Um, and then my second thought um, was of the gender roles that are associated with the lion and the lamb. Um, so tying the two together, I began to think of um, the patriarchal structure both Christianity and society has um, and how this affects men's and women's roles um, in society and the church. Um, so the lion is viewed as strong and powerful and the lamb is viewed as weak and powerless. Um, for me, this reflects um, men and women's roles in society and the church. Um, and these gender stereotypes um, are rooted in sexism and denigrate women, as well as create power differentials between men and women. Um, so um, these stereotypes also create conditions that make discrimination possible um, against people that don't follow these gender roles um, and can limit how we really express ourselves. Um, so in my piece, I wanted to show the opposite of these um, gender stereotypes. Um, I wanted to show women um, that were strong and powerful um, and their true selves. Um, so that's mainly how I interpreted the theme. Um, um, I also wanted to paint on a really large scale. So um, it's a really <laughs> big painting. Um, because I wanted the bodies to take up a lot of space um, and kind of demand that space. Um, so hopefully, um, the shift in consciousness of gender roles in society um, that we uphold will allow more space um, for women's bodies. Um, a big inspiration for my um, piece was um, Lee Krasner. And she paints um, abstract expressionism, so I took a lot of 
um, the things that she does in her pieces in my piece. Um, I was also inspired um, by Matisse, um, so you can kind of see that through vibrant colors in the shapes of the bodies. Um, so um, I hope that you take some time um, and go and sit and look at my piece because um, if you pass by quickly, you'll miss a lot of things. Um, and I also hope that um, you feel empowered and strong when you look at my piece um, and that you take your own interpretation of what you see here. Thank you. Uh, my name is Stuart Fakuri. I am a second year environmental science major. I call Indianapolis home. And this is uh, my piece I called Easy Pickens. Uh, it is ink on paper. Uh, when I heard the theme, uh, the lion and the lamb, uh, a lot of people, I think, would finish that phrase with, we'll lie down together. But just on their own, uh, it really is a relationship of predator and prey, which while arguably not simple, is fairly straightforward. Uh, so I tried to sort of depict this in a way that's uh, a little bit different. So we've got this big guy with a gun, uh, armed and in uniform, but he's actually being robbed or pickpocketed by these little kids. Uh, so maybe being the predator doesn't mean being strong and being the prey isn't weak. It was kind of fun to, to make this piece because I got to take pictures of my little cousins. That's actually who I had posed there. And then the soldier was just a picture I found online. I put them together in Photoshop, transferred them to paper, and then put in the ink. An influence for this piece was the street artist Banksy, who has a sort of similar style of simplistic or simplified images uh, that can convey uh, some interesting messages, I think. Hi, I'm Lucia Nisley. I'm a first year from Hutchinson, Kansas, and I'm majoring in history and communications. The title of my piece is Revive, Subdue, and the medium I used is acrylic. I took sort of a loose interpretation of the theme being like coexistence between two unlike beings or states or ideas. Um, so I did a double portrait piece using like really suggestive blurred brush strokes, and I'm sort of attempting to convey the opposite ends of the spectrum, like the highs and lows of a person's state of mind when dealing with mental illness. The coexistent aspect comes into play because often the conflicting ups and downs aren't separate. They can be really simultaneous, and it's important to recognize that like, at any point in the continuum, like, it's, it's valid. Um, and so because of this, there's some separa separation between the portraits, like the pink and green dividing the two, um, and sort of different color palettes throughout, and then the left side is more upturned, and the 
and the right is more downcast, um, but there's still continuation of like the brush style and some of the main colors throughout the piece. Good morning, I'm Irina Gladden, I'm a second year. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, my piece, uh, I had several names for it, but I hated all of them, so um, I don't think I'm gonna say a name. <laughs> um, it's mixed media on paper, and I would first like to acknowledge that there's a face in this drawing that may be interpreted as the face of a well-known American political figure and his place in this piece may be appropriate for what I'm feeling and what a lot of people are feeling, but it's not representative of the feelings of all. And I hope uh, nobody takes this as an attack or anything, but it was just like what was weighing on my heart. Um, we began working on this project in my drawing class soon after the results of the election, and I was filled with desperation and my ears were still ringing with the fear um, that I heard from a lot of people that are very valuable to me. <clears throat> so, my piece looks at the helplessness of individuals trapped within a flawed political system, whether they be calm or passive lamb types or angry or active lion types. And the body imagery is reflective of the fact that we're all part of the same group and we inherit the consequences of the actions of our political leaders, whether we choose to empower them or not. Um, dark neuron-like structures in the back are meant to represent corruption and social and environmental disease. And the double-ended mushroom cloud um, speaks of wars and other colossal disasters that have occurred throughout our history. Um, when making this piece, I was thinking about Guernica by Picasso, which was a very horrific piece in response to a very horrific thing that happened. Um, a government turning against its own people. Um, it's no secret that our systems are flawed. Um, and uh, Sarah Thompson on Monday was talking about how Martin Luther King Jr. had to get into bed sometimes. And I think that art sometimes serves as that period in bed where you can scribble out the dark within you onto a blank, blank page and reach catharsis. and move on stronger and more prepared. Hi everyone. My name is Kelsey Chavez and I'm from Ecuador. I am a first year student with a major in art with a concentration in graphic design and a minor in marketing. The title of my painting is Stories in el Bosque, and its English translation is Stories in the Woodland. The medium of this artwork is acrylic. As you all can see, my subject matter is a place, a forest specifically. The painting style that I used was objective illusionism, so my goal was to make it look realistic. People can interpret the lion and the lamb theme in so many ways, and the way that I did was by representing one thing with two different roles. In my painting, the thing is a place, the forest, and the two functions of this forest are life and death. 
life can be demonstrated at the top of the painting. There you can notice the green and fresh grass with tall and lush trees. Well, if we were in the picture, the trees would look taller than that. And finally, the clear sky with light blue shades. This was an area where creatures can live. In other worlds, it is a living space. The other role of the forest was death. The brown and yellow crumbled leaves, like a fire, the rough tree trunks of different sizes represented the unhealthy forest. This area was not called a living space. It was, a, it was the opposite. That's how I interpreted the theme with this painting. The reason I decided to make my painting realistic was because I wanted to make people aware of what has been happening for years in the real world. We have conversations about deforestation and also talk about possible solutions. But are we really stopping deforestation? It is true that some people are stopping it, but not all of us. So it's time to make positive changes. Thank you. So making art is the act of sharing. You share your time to make something. You share your emotions. You share your ideas. You share your skills. Uh, and all those things go into making something that's unique to you and your vision of you know, what do you want to say, how you'd like the world to be, give me many different things. But sharing is the kind of thing that has the most impact when someone shares with somebody else. So now, uh, to sort of bring this part of the convocation to a close, I want to formally invite you to walk the few yards over to the library and go downstairs to where the gallery is at. Um, please take a moment to look at the real pieces. None of the artists who have work will be there this evening. I mean, we will be there as part of this. And there's also food in the back end of it. So please come over and be the other half of the sharing of our exhibit. Thank you very much. <laughs>